1: what's up guys don't forget to sub to patreon so that you can see the visuals because not only do we have episodes of the podcast we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps behind the scenes photo shoots and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year so if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know go over to our patreon www.dumblondunrated.com love ya Is this thing on?
0: Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde.
1: Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit, and I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money, and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child, and (laughs) here we are. (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have the country rap king in the building, and I am so thrilled and so honored, Mr. Colt Ford. Thank you.
2: It is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I don't know if I'm the king, but I'm just... I'm glad to be here for sure, and it's cool to be doing this with you.
1: I love how humble you are, but I mean, you started this shit you know I feel like I've been like.
2: accused of that yeah, yeah. A time or two. <laughs>
1: like and we're gonna get into that because today I think you deserve your flowers sir I
2: appreciate that thank yeah, you very
1: much for sure dude what have you been up to what are you doing how are you doing you're on tour yeah
2: just been working like crazy tons of shows just put out a new record uh not long ago with 24 songs on it uh and it's a uh, I think it's my ninth maybe my ninth album I mm. never thought I'd get to make one you yeah. know I'm at like Same with like, Jelly, you know, we dream of this, and we wanted it our whole life, and it took us a little bit longer to get where we are, but... uh... Yeah, I'm just having a blast. I mean, I'm about to turn 54 years old. I feel really good. You look
1: great. I clean
2: up all right for an old guy, yeah. and uh, and I'm just having fun. And then I, I got some other projects coming out myself. You know, Chris Calico that was with Techno. Love early. Chris. So Shout, Chris. Chris Shout out Chris. Shout out his wife. We have a new, oh Crystal. She's awesome. And Love she, we, them. we have a new project. We just put out the first single called Hoodbillies Together, <laughs> and it's just it's super fun. It's uh, it's him and I doing something. It was kind of a time and i think for both of us in our life where we needed we we needed to hang out with each other like that he's such a good energy he does he's so positive but he had gotten really down with an autoimmune disease which i've been dealing with one that i got diagnosed with a year and a half ago that's really did a number on me but luckily like this is the first real interview i've done Without my glasses on, because
1: I actually expected you to show up with the yeah, sunglasses today. Yeah, my vision today. has been so
2: bad, but I got some new medicine that's really helping me. So God is good, and I'm I'm feeling good with that, and yeah. just just having a bunch of fun. I'm as excited as I ever been about music and just playing and. You know it's just it's great to still be out there on the road chasing these young boys around
1: yeah it's crazy i think yeah. your work ethic and your drive is insane like it reminds me of myself kind of like we just yeah, it you're always matter.
2: hustling and i think that's one thing that connected i mean you and i and maybe mm-hmm. me and jay together as well is like the hustle like yeah i, I don't mind what anybody does, as long as you're hustling, like yeah. I, I just, I appreciate that work ethic no matter what it is. I For like sure. people that hustle and, and go after what they want and don't let anybody tell them that they can't do it, or I wouldn't be sitting here because everybody told me they're like, you're out of your mind. I meant, you're 30 at the time, like 35, 36 years old. You've already done something. That, I mean, like, how can you? do this. You're 330 pounds with a cowboy hat on. (laughs) I'm like, even though I'm really good looking, I just, you know, I was like, I don't don't know. I didn't know what would happen, but I just was so hard headed that I was like, I don't know the music off a ride through the country. I started letting people hear it and people were like, I don't know what this is, but I love it. So You know, here we we are all these years later.
1: No, it's crazy. So let's let's take it all the way back. Let's take it back to you were born in Georgia, correct? Let's take it all the way back. Like when you were a kid, was music your outlet or?
2: I guess music was kind of, you know, people ask me like, when did you get into music? And I say, never. Music got into me it was something that's always been and nobody in my family played music my Mm. mom or dad i just same with jay yeah so i was just different i mean i I mean i was just that different kid that you know could kind of walk on and 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 jay we have a lot of similarities Mm. in a lot of ways we were both able to kind of walk on either side of the fence and go from you know we could go from the country to the hood to the city like we We've been lucky to have that, and I think it's I think it's interesting. That's what it's done to our music as well. That's kind of created who we are as artists. That we move in different ways, and uh, I just I just never could cut it off. You know, you're a product kind of of your environment. My dad, and mom, and dad were, you know, my dad was from Hartwell, Georgia. My mom's from Anderson, South Carolina. They didn't neither one of them had nothing. Didn't have indoor plumbing until they were 18 years old. You know, mm-hmm. so. They grew up poor and, and country, and so I, I liked a lot of country stuff my folks listened to, and my folks were big Elvis fans, so Aww. I'm a huge Elvis fan, so and that's always Elvis why I dance. Yeah. I mean, like, I've always been, a, I've always danced. Even now, I'm at 54, I'm up there like, I can't be still on stage. I have to <laughs> dance and do all that kind of stuff, so I, that that's was a big for thing you. for me. But then all of a sudden, I heard, like, Sugar Hill Gang, and I heard Run mm-hmm. DMC, and I was like, oh, shit, what is this? I'm at... And I actually, I made a record, uh, kind of a rap record in 1983.
1: Wow! So
2: before I'd ever, I'd never even seen a like another white kid rap. This was pre Beastie Boys. Like I'd never, wow. even, and I was like, Do you was, have it still? I have no idea where that is. That's a good question. I wish yeah. I did. My mom saves everything, so she probably. Dude, got it Dude, so- you
1: should break that out. I'm she, sorry, I'm getting attacked by. She's a probably bug over got here. it
2: somewhere. I mean, it's the bees getting after you because you're so sweet. Over uh, there. Yeah, something's <laughs>
1: happening, It just keeps coming towards but me. But
2: it, it was crazy. Like I, d- I didn't know any better, and my parents never stopped me and said, "Hey, you can't do that, and you can't do that." So. Growing up where I did, I was I was definitely an odd kid. I mean, I I was a really good athlete and I played a lot of sports. And my dad coached baseball, and uh, you know I was good enough to have college scholarships in a couple of different sports. And I, I played. wait, let's let's not yeah. graze had, over I had, that. I <laughs> hadn't got there yet, but yeah, I, I was able. To, I was a college all American in golf, and then played professionally for first half of my life. But I never could cut music off like it never. Mm. Went away from it. It was like
1: in your soul. Yeah,
2: like it just never went away. I was always still writing. I was always still working. And I was trying to do both for a while, but they don't go together. Mm-hmm. Like the golf time to play golf is you're getting up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Well, that's when I go to bed. Right, nowadays. that's when so, you're just now leaving yeah, the studio. They don't really work together. And, right. uh, you know, I talk to my friends that play on the PGA Tour. I talk to them a lot of times when I'm getting ready to go to bed, and they're getting up to go to work. So right. So it's an interesting dynamic, but it all... You know, I did a lot of Jermaine Dupree and I worked together a lot. The yeah. first crisscross record we did so all.
1: So, let's let's take it back though cuz yeah. you're grazing over this cuz I don't think a lot of people know this about you, especially my fan base. I don't think would know this just cuz you're really popular on TikTok for doing the song with Kevin Gates right. and like a couple other songs and yeah. we'll get to that too, but you were a professional golfer.
2: That's true. I mean, most people just automatically think male model when they see it. Yeah. You know? I mean, and
1: I'm, <laughs> right. And so, no, it's just,
2: it's it's weird. My path. And, and when I talk about it, I realize that it's kind of strange. No, it's But crazy. it doesn't feel strange to me. But it's because awesome. My parents never, they never told me, like, you can't do that. You can't. And they were like, I, I don't know. I meant, this white kid, my son, 13 year olds, and he raps. I don't know. They'd never seen anything yeah. like it before. I just was into it. I couldn't, I just.
1: Did anybody else in your family golf?
2: Yeah, yeah, my dad, my okay. dad was a good player when he was younger I was just and wondering, he played. Like, yeah, yeah I mean picked he took me out from. there and then I just you know, it just happened and uh and it's just a great game and it's been it's it's been good to me for a lot of years and been yeah. fun to do the celebrity stuff as I came along in music and mm.
1: uh, So you did a, a record in eighty three. How old were you in eighty three? I was three.
2: Let's see, I was about twelve or thirteen. I was okay. sixty nine. So. so
1: you were still I,
2: I was a freshman in high school yeah. do,
1: okay so you were doing yeah. music in school yeah
2: i was trying to i mm-hmm. was always i could never make music go away i was right. always trying to do music trying to with my friends and it, and you know a lot of times you chase different things i meant like uh you know if you look at kind of where jay started musically to where he yeah. is now you'd go i didn't see you didn't see that coming. Uh, I, w-
1: I wonder why people because you have been able to flop genres so much is flop a good word i don't know just crisscross it works for me yeah just flop over to yeah, yeah. you know different genres and nobody has ever came at you i don't think as hard as they did my husband they have called my husband a sellout they have said so much shit and i feel like it was so accepting of you to do it but then when jay does it it's like it's a whole nother thing well, and
2: by the same token there's been a lot of things on my side that i that i had like but Jay's gotten radio play and I've never gotten any. I've never had a song in the what top 40. What about Dirt Road? Not for me. They played oh. it for Jason. Oh but I've never had I've sold right at a little over five million records and but I've never had a song in the top forty. Never at wow. Country Radio. And I think Do
1: you think that's because you've always stayed independent?
2: That could have something to do with I've tried to think of every kind of reason. Yeah, that there was. Obviously when I first came out, there was nobody really quite like what I was doing. And right. and to me, you know, Charlie Daniels, God bless his soul, was so good to me. Like, he felt like mm. early on, like, he said, I think you're just picking up where I left off. Aww. You know, I meant, so he was so sweet to what me. A just, what a blessing. What Oh, my God. The guy was just the greatest. But I I wasn't trying to, they give me credit for starting this new subgenre. I that was never my intention. So,
1: what was your first single that you dropped? Let's uh, let's go there uh, because I I need to dissect this. We're in... going
2: back to MySpace now. Okay. So MySpace because I, I had
1: never heard of country rap until right. Colt Ford.
2: And I never and I again like I said I never intended to go. Look, I started this. I just was trying to make the best music I could make. Yeah. And I for I me I appreciate the humbleness. And but it's the same though like with Jay though from the same point of like he was all he rapped. But he's singing that and that's what people's like I was always afraid to I was afraid to sing. Right. So I can I and, and I ain't no great singer by any stretch of imaginations, but I've discovered the way I sing that makes sense depending on the song that I'm saying, you know, the right, right songs. Yeah. And so
1: Well you gotta feel like but it. But I
2: never I never got you know, I was out here trying to fight with the radio and everybody in town was like, We love it. We don't know what to do with it, but we're they were kind of scared of me. So (laughs) That's kinda like
1: how they were with Jay at first. Whenever he first started to cross over, they were like, We really love you. We just don't know where to put you. And
2: that was kind of the thing. I meant so for me, I think I was I was probably about ten years ahead of everything. Versus where everybody's mindset is now and everything. And, and there was, I would go and I would visit radio. I do everything they you know I give them everything they asked me. I would I would you know I am a nice dude. That's just who I am. Mm. I try to I'm, I like to see people win. I love to help people. I love to shake the fans hands and tell them thank you. Without them, we, you know, none of us would be able to do what we do. Absolutely. But radio would be like they would play it a little bit, but they just like well I don't know. And then you know Jason Aldean records Dirt Road Anthem. It's almost a it's almost a diamond single. I mean like. Clearly it works. Did I mean, that, you
1: write that song? Yeah, I
2: mean, Brantley and I wrote that. Okay. So Brantley and I wrote that together. Shout out Brantley. We love you. Yeah, oh my god, too. that's my brother. Yeah. I met uh, Sweetest man ever. I talked to him talked to him yesterday. He's a talker. Uh yeah. We, we, we get off late <laughs> night sometimes and get yep, some nope, conversations Brantley. we had because we kind of came up together. Yeah. And we were trying to figure it out. And we sit down and wrote Dirt Road Anthem in probably thirty minutes. Wow. We didn't have any idea. We were just right I was picking him up to go write with another friend of ours. And he was only had his motorcycle then and it was freezing cold mm-hmm. and he was like, Well check this out. And we start and we wrote Dirt Road Anthem. And I was like, This is cool. I don't know if anybody would give a shit about this, but we liked it. We were just writing about yeah. what we liked. It's a we great did, song. We didn't have any idea. And then it turns out to be, you know, one of the biggest songs in, in the last 30, 40 years. I meant so
1: I feel like radio play, and I talk about this all the time, this is nothing new, and it's not me shading the industry, but radio play is so political.
2: It is, and and again, also then we were an independent record label, so mm-hmm. that's that's a very different thing in Nashville because almost every independent at least has some affiliation with a major, yeah. whether it be distribution or something, and we have none. Yeah. We, we have had none. We'd, we've never had any. We've manufactured ourselves. We've, we've done all that ourselves, and which has been super cool and very rewarding, but at the same time, it's been a little... I think it's maybe held me back in some Mm -hmm. things. And honestly, I've had an amazing career. I'm still playing music. I'm still making a living do it. Uh, But at the same time, there's a lot of things that kept me from. They would go, well, you're not on the radio, so we can't. And I'm like, well...
1: And I think that's what how they can kinda, I get on
2: there if you don't give me, you know, right. like they just would never give me a chance.
1: And I think that's what they dangle in front of artists is, OK, well, if you sign with this record label, right. you can get radio play. Exactly. And it's like people think of it as like selling out. But really, it's like in order to get to the next level, you have to play the game. A and little I bit. think there's,
2: you know, varying degrees of what what are you willing to do to get to where right. you, you know, what do you, what do you want out of it? What do you exactly. want to do with it? And like, how could you not? you know if you if you love what you're doing you'd love I'd love to play it on the biggest platform I'd love to yeah. play the stadiums and and all that kind of stuff that's I I love it that's why I love playing that's why mm-hmm. I still play at about to be 54 I still play 100 plus shows a year because I friggin' love the fans and that's I love crazy. playing that's crazy all the stuff goes away for me when I hit the stage like the whether sick, what uh, I—I mean, I've played throwing up in between songs. I've played with kidney stones. I mean, <laughs> oh like, oh my god! Uh, yeah, I don't wish that on people I don't like. Ever. Kidney stones suck, but uh, yeah. it's just been—it's been, been a interesting wild journey. Ride. It really has. It's been a—it's been a wild, wild well, ride from where let's, it started.
1: Let's go back to MySpace. So, right. around MySpace is when you started dropping music.
2: Yeah. Started and I think playing those songs. Yeah,
1: and I think that's kind of like I was on MySpace too. Right. <laughs> Shout out doll parts. That was me. <laughs> um, and I think that's kind of where I started getting in touch with all different sorts of music right. and all that stuff, and that is where I've just where I discovered you because right. I was I was in on the West Coast. Right. So we had never heard of country rap exactly. and didn't know anything about it, and then you know, there's you. It so was crazy.
2: It was wild. I meant to it was kind of uncharted territory. Yeah. And I didn't know I just knew that people that I just knew that people that Friends of mine or people I'd met that thought that had the same kind of ideas that I I'd do, I'd play it for them. And they're like, "Shit, we like this." Yeah. I mean, you know, and it, that's where Ride Through the Country came from. And mm-hmm. uh, was you know, that your first album? Yeah, that was the okay. first record. And Shannon and I had pretty much did most of that record in Atlanta.
1: I have notes here that no, I'm looking we at. Did so don't most think that I'm record like
2: in Atlanta because we did we didn't know anything about Nashville. We didn't know how it worked. And then we started coming up here and meeting with people and. Then uh, the very first song I wrote in Nashville was with Jamie Johnson and yeah. Jeremy Popoff. And we went to the studio the next day to cut it. And I'm like, well, how are we cutting the song? Like, I been like, all we have is a guitar, vocal. I'm like, and I'm watching these session players write it down. And Shannon and I are going, what the hell are they writing down? Like, I don't <laughs> even know what this chart is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. And then we go in there and they, the, they go one, two, three. And the music starts. And I'm like, how did that come from? what we did and and we kind of went okay we need to kind of re-record the record so we went in and made a bunch of changes and ride through the country came out and no trash in my trailer and you know dirt road anthem was on that record and it just started going crazy like on my space snowball yeah and and i started brantley and i were both trying to figure it out we had really only played some shows in georgia and you know around there and Mm -hmm. we thought that's pretty damn cool to do that but then all of a sudden i started going out and venturing out some other places and i'm i'm going Man, I just came from the West Coast and there's people out there that sing that shit like they know the worst. It was yeah, crazy. dirt road was huge. Yeah, yeah I mean, like on the we, West Coast. It, it just, She's it, from the West Coast too. It just went bonkers. Like I, you know, we, we did we didn't know. I mean, we were trying to make this record and we we started Average Joe's Entertainment and thought, well, the worst case scenario, we have a couple of years to see if uh, it's kind of like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we'll go see if we can make this work. And and here here we are years later with a Huge successful film company and publishing company and record label, and still, you know, still chasing it and trying to bring up some young kids and help them along. So, and
1: when did you start Average Joe's?
2: We started like the end of the beginning of two thousand seven. Okay. Because Shannon and I, Shannon had sold forty million records as a producer. I mean, he'd worked with Jermaine, he worked with Usher and TLC and all right. these people, but it was all Atlanta hip hop R and B stuff so we were like well we know everybody in the industry we've got good so we went out to la and we go to warner brothers and we sit down there's like pop office rap office rock office where's country office oh that's nashville can you introduce us nope don't know who that is like wow. it was so disconnected we mm-hmm. were like oh shit this might be harder than we thought because we thought we would be able to walk in here and they would go oh well here's jim and you guys and they were like yeah we don't know who's we don't know anything about nashville it was like its own little island right so shannon and i literally just started getting in the car and coming to Nashville. We didn't know anybody <laughs> here. We just started getting in the car and coming to Nashville and spending three or four days and going to Ten Roof and picking re- up game, yeah, really. and, and and you know and just trying to figure it out and meet mm-hmm. people and grip and grin and you know. And now we're pretty much entrenched in in Nashville. So so
1: that is what made you want to start Average Joe's.
2: Well, no, I mean it was just like when I started doing this music, kind of kind of the first part. I, I started doing it and it was like, well. We started playing it for some people, and they're like, this is really cool. Have no idea what to do with this. Right. We don't know where to take it. We, and, you know, and, and especially at that time, it's like, there's only one way. You put out a single, country radio. We, we, the major labels, and they take you, and you do the dance and yep. country radio, and then you work it up. That that was the only way.
1: Which, that is the most outdated system it's I've a, ever seen. It's not seen. a good
2: business model anymore. It's crazy. And it was just, like I said, it was it was the only option we had. Right. And which is cool. Cause you look at Jay's situation now, like he was able to get that popping on the internet and online t- yeah. and, and people just, and they, just, and then the masses were like, you have no choice. Like right. we want this. Yeah. And for me, it was like, there wasn't that outlet to get it out there to get music. Right. I mean, you know, you had again, my space, but it didn't really have the impact. That, it
1: wasn't, didn't have that pop that like TikTok, yeah, It has. didn't have that pop that TikTok tock yeah. Instagram have. So mm-hmm. it
2: was a, it was just a different road, different road to hoe, I guess. I yeah. mean, but it, but it's been fun. It's been, you know, it's been frustrating at times because you see and you go, why can't I? Why didn't I get the chance? And, you know, yeah. why couldn't I do that? And do
1: you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like? These people that you have helped is kind of like a stepping stone. Um, do you ever feel like they've kind of like left you behind, even when they've gotten a little bit more notoriety than uh, you have?
2: Not really, because I didn't. I never. I have never done anything with the intention of making sure you give me something back.
1: But what's right is right, you know. I th-
2: there is that, and there and there's some truth to that, and there's yeah. some there's some people that I think could help a little bit more, but right. I mean, a lot of them don't have the stones to do that or to buck the system so to speak right. and go i don't give a shit what you want i mean, i'm i'm down with colton i want you to help i mean, right. and so it, yeah there's times when i get frustrated with it because i'm like man yeah. I, i've done a lot and i feel like but i've never got to, i've never been on any award show i've never yeah. i've never got to do any i've never done any of that
1: which, they're not all they're cracked up to No, and, I, and I, get, I get that, too. I <laughs> just mean, so you know. Like I said, I mean, it's easy. They're to, really hot, and it's like a freaking big yeah, warehouse. I, I mean, I've gone to them a bunch, but I just yeah. have never got
2: to really play on them. Yeah. I've never got to do anything. That's I'm like, like a dream of an artist is to get to play Give me the mic. I'm pretty good with just the mic. I, it'll be funny if you let me host it. I mean, yeah. like, you let me and Jelly host it. It'll be funny as shit, I guarantee no, oh, you. Oh, dude, that would be hilarious. But, you know, I, I don't know. There's times when, you know, and sometimes you get alone, and you go, man... I deserve to get that, or to get yeah. a, at least give me a chance. Yeah. Because for me, it was always, where well, we're not sure if you're country, and I'm like, have you ever been to my show? My fans are the countryest of the yeah. country. And then it was like, well, we. I feel
1: like you represent the right trash country. Just. I mean, know. I'm like,
2: I don't know. They. Were, it was always like, we're we're scared. What if one person like I I was in a. like my dad's really never heard me on the radio and he's 87 he's not in great shape that that makes me sad to go you know with with all i've done to go man he's never really got my hometown radio station doesn't never played me oh
1: my gosh and so
2: it's like that that's yeah that's frustrating sometimes and i think at this point
1: we all know there are things in life you have to compromise on, like going out instead of staying in or eating fast food instead of cooking at home. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist and these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. I know the next time I need a doctor, I'm definitely logging on to ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C. slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e zocdoc.com slash bunny
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all wheel drive and three row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: I think they thought I was a fad or it was something that just kind of caught a little niche and it'd go away.
1: You've been around for and now, how long now now, now?
2: now we're talking 15 plus years yeah. and multiple platinum and gold records. And now it's like, well, if they play me now, then they have to go, we were wrong. You know what I mean? So there may be some of that, but honestly, I don't know. It's beyond my control. I mean, uh, you know, uh, somebody told me it's not my, not, none of my business what other people think about me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just try to do my thing. I try to do right. I'm good to folks. I play hard as I can. When you let me on that stage, I play hard as I can. I love your spirit. It's just the only way I know to do it. And And I love helping these younger artists and I love, you know, jump. I've never charged anybody for features or nothing. Like I jump on songs and play with people because it's
1: I mean I, you're with everybody let me look at this list I have written out for you you have it's done, fun
2: I've been lucky that a lot of them have said yes too so
1: yeah you ha, I mean who what country artist gets a song with Kevin Gates like <laughs> and it, it's actually a good song it's a, fun song. It's a
2: great song Hardy it's wrote, called Hood Hardy wrote that song did he it, oh we love Hardy yeah, I mean yeah that kid's brilliant he's freaking brilliant he's so good I mean like he's yeah. really his wife true, Callie he's too, you really, love her. brilliant yeah. <laughs> I meant uh But yeah, I I, you know there's a lot of those. Like I loved what Morgan and Hardy and Ernest are doing. I mean, I think they're. I mean, and I love that they're sticking together. Yeah, I I appreciate. We love Ernest. I love. I mean, when you start talking about rap, like Ernest is. Oh, Everybody I know. Not as dope as anybody I've ever heard
1: I, up. So like, a lot of you guys don't know this, but, oh my God, I'm still getting attacked by this damn fly. Um, a lot of you guys don't know this, but Ernest actually was a rapper. Yeah, he was. Back in the day. That's how him and Jay met each other, too, right. was... Ernest I need to go way to back, rapper. yeah.
2: And like when I first when I met him and started, I was like, "Holy shit, this dude is yeah. crazy good."
1: Uh, <laughs> I would love to hear Ernest rap now.
2: Oh, he's still super dope. I
1: got to get him on the podcast and get he's him to still, rap. We did do that a song She
2: Gonna do it that I did with Angie Kay. I mean, he 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 was writer on that. He he's phenomenal. Yeah, but, he's uh, great.
1: He was writer on "Son of a Sinner" too.
2: I'm, I'm just I'm just still trying to chase. it, You know, and there's still part of me that ha- I, I can't cut it off. I'm still that little kid that just a huge dreamer. And I still think, you know what? Maybe after all these years, maybe this song will be the one that breaks through or they'll play it radio. And mm.
1: Radio, you guys need or to play not, some Colt Ford. You know,
2: maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I, I'm going to keep making music. And...
1: I would think as much as you have been in the industry and have the connections now, somebody would be willing to just give you a chance on the radio.
2: It's been interesting. Like I said, I, I'd get some people that would play a song and, you know, and play, play the heck out of it. And then, I could never re- get it to reach critical mass, though. You know, because to, to get that spot up at the top, you got to play, you got to have everybody playing it, not just a few stations here. Right. And it was always kind of that with me. And you know? I, but again, I mean, it. There's times, like I said, there's times when you sit there alone. Sometimes you'd be lying if you weren't human and go, man. I had, I never really have got the same opportunity as some people, or I hadn't really got the flowers that maybe you think you deserve. But at the same time, I mean, you get. What you get, you don't throw a fit, ain't that what I tell my? That's what I tell my kid. Yeah, we
1: got his baby girl here in the studio, and, and uh, she gets yeah, to...
2: you know, I'm just, I'm still just tickled to be able to play music for a living. I'm still creative. I still love making music. I'm at, you know, there's still some I don't, people I, I want to work with. You know? Yeah, that's
1: what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I don't think that you could stop. You're like a rolling stone. So it's like if I don't you know st- how,
2: I don't know how to quit. I yeah. don't really know how to. I don't know how to lose. I don't know how to stop. Right. I just, I just keep going. I just. I love making it and long and there's still people that come see me and we sell a bunch of tickets and there's still people I definitely, you know, like I hope me and Jay have talked about doing a record together for Oh, Jay forever. loves you. My no, husband man, he's, loves he's, you. He's He's been super great and he's super humble and I i couldn't be, you know, people, there's so many people ask me, are you jealous of that? I'm like, nah, that's my friend. Why am I going to be jealous of my friend? Like I, yeah. I've never, I've never understood that. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be that person. Like I'm happy for him and we're friends, so I look at it. If he wins, then maybe we we write a song together, and that wins because of that. You know, man, not sitting there going, "How come he got to do that and I didn't get?" Like, I I just don't see. I don't, I don't see things that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just love working, and and I'm going to keep trying to do it. And.
1: If you could yeah. work with anybody, because you've worked with so many people. Like, I don't know if there's any person you haven't worked with. Not
2: really. I mean, I, <laughs> who, country, who would you want to I've work been, with? I've been so lucky that these artists have taken time, I, I meant, like, to work with me. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do that. They yeah. believed in me. They liked me. They liked the music. Nobody i have I worked with that I didn't have a relationship with either. I don't, like, I didn't like the whole manager set it up with right. something. like I, I like it to be real yeah authentic. it's very
1: impersonal yeah
2: I, I, I just can't I can't That's business how I am that too. way yeah like I wanted like yeah I didn't want somebody to set it up and go oh you get to go down like I want to have bunny's phone number she has my phone yeah. number be ask I was like yeah we text I at mean, but like yeah I, it's just that to me it's always been relationship based yeah I mean, absolutely to me life is relationship based so uh I just uh I just keep doing it but there's again yeah like I'd love I meant uh, me and Hardy have talked about doing something. Yeah. Me and Morgan have talked about doing meant I mean, me and Jay have talked about doing something. Yeah. There's a lot of people I'd still love to work with. Yeah. But I've always said...
1: "Is What is like your holy grail of being able to work with somebody? Who would it I be? I don't know. Like would Garth it, Brooks or somebody? Well, I
2: mean, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know what... I don't know what, <laughs> They seem to be mad at Garth right now, so I don't know what's going on. But
1: what is the world not mad I, at I, anybody? I
2: don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's... How do you
1: feel about the Jason Aldean situation that's going on right now?
2: I mean... If you grew up anywhere near small town, like I don't understand what people are talking about. Like that's right. that is the mentality in the small towns. Like it's all for one and one for all. It don't matter black white whatever side. I mean, you go to yeah. small towns and you see stick together high school football or something like that. And these small, I mean, like that's that's a big deal. Yeah, like in everybody for everybody, and Absolutely. and they'll fight everybody from every town around <laughs> there. I mean, so. Again, and I don't know the history of them yeah. talking about on the video and this. And that. I'm yeah. like, there's bad shit that's happened everywhere. So everywhere. I, mean, I, I also know that they they're filmed, mad at
1: Miranda Lambert right now, too. I, I,
2: again, yeah. I, I <laughs> Everybody's just, mad at everybody. It doesn't matter. It's it's the dangest thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I, I just.
1: We're damned if we do. We're yeah, damned I mean, if we There's just no way.
2: So you just, I think you just keep playing the music and you got As long as you can look yourself in the mirror and feel like, yeah, I did the right thing. I yeah. didn't. I meant like, I, I I don't know how you come out and say this and that. and. I i just—it's you can't me. make
1: everybody happy.
2: You'll you'll be miserable if you try to do that. I can assure I've you. Given I've given up. I've tried a lot to do that. I tell so. everybody
1: to go fuck themselves. Yeah, literally. i mean like that's that's really <laughs> that yeah, is yeah, my specialty you, you now. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that. Fuck you very in a, much. In a good Christian way. Yeah, 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 in the sweetest way possible. I mean, that's I
2: kind of and I'm I was very I used to take some of that stuff very personally. You know, mm-hmm. I mean it took me to heart and I would see people when the first record came out and hope oh, before it dies in a plane crash. I'm like, Oh my Holy God. Shit, I don't yeah. know you. I've never met yeah. you. You're like, Oh no, I read that. I read
1: some wild shit I too. I mean,
2: obviously you've, I mean, I'm sure you, you've seen it. I, I had to tell my mom, I'm like, mom, stop looking at this stuff. Yeah. Like, it'll, drive you, it'll drive you crazy. But, Cause everybody
1: um, has an opinion. Everybody has something to say. And half of and them again, are not you know, a it's,
2: good. Uh, it's, it's again, people, it's like people critiquing song, right? I'm like, if you want to sit me down with Rhett and Dallas and, you know, people like that that have written Jeffrey Steele that have mm-hmm. written multiple number ones, and they critique my songwriting. I would love to listen to that. Yeah. But when it's somebody that's blogging, <laughs> lives in their mom's basement, eats right. boogers, and thinks wrestling's real, I mean, like, <laughs> fuck, am I supposed to do with that? I mean, I'm just like, whatever, man. I mean, whatever. I mean, no. go write a song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go go, go write, write a song I mean, and I'm, see how far it gets. Yeah. I meant I mean, I remember standing there with Bobby with Kid Rock one night, and somebody walked up and they're like. All you did was take Werewolves to London, Sweet Home Alabama, and put it together. And he's like, well, shit, you should have done it. It made me a bunch of fucking money. And yeah. Like, well, then, you you know, go do it. Go,
1: Bob, go. It, it, yeah, I
2: mean, it's like, do your thing. Go, yeah. You know, it's, uh, I'm just excited that, that there's music out there. I'm excited that I can still be doing what I'm doing. And, you know, to watch Jelly have all the success and selling out these, I meant like really connecting with something in music that's
1: been missing this makes
2: this change that's making a difference in people's life yeah when I get to that kind of stuff that's when I really you know I mean I've had multiple things with kids and Make-A-Wish and a, dying kids and they're going yeah. you you want to meet me Aww. like this is what you want to do like, yeah. like it's hard to and so many soldiers I've done a lot of stuff with and, and to see that and you know, it's like that's that's incredibly humbling to me. Yeah. I mean, and to go, man, you care about some idea made a difference in your life, and to have a parent at a meet and greet go, our son died last mm-hmm. year in a in a in a four wheeler crash, and we played your music at his funeral. It's hard to figure out how to respond to that. Like that is unbelievably humbling that yeah. you're a part of. And they say they play the music because it makes them feel like he's still he's still with them. And I'm going. So I've been a part of their happiest time in their life mm. and their saddest time in their life. Mm. And the music still means something. Yeah. So radio singles or not, I'm winning. Right, I'm winning. If, I, if I'm making a song that people, you get that response. They, you know, they, they, uh, Brian Martin and I, who's a new artist that's really mm-hmm. streaming like 7 million a week right now. And he's Good never, Lord. he's never even been on the radio like never done anything. Yeah. And we, we wrote a song called Help. And uh, it's really about mental health, and it's mm-hmm. about, and he he's dealt with some issues just like I've dealt, and I, I'm not I'm he, but he's younger than me, and it was troubling for him. Like he didn't really want to talk about it. I was like, we have to, dude. yeah, like, because people can going, relate. It'll save somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Like, do you realize the power? What you know what kind of power that is. Absolutely. Like, like I talk about mental health on my podcast
1: all the time. I'm mean, a huge advocate as, as, for it. And I
2: think that's what happened with Chris and I, how we really linked up together. Like we were both had a time in our life where we were kind of struggling with autoimmune disease. And
1: yeah, let's talk about the autoimmune disease. Yeah, so I, take, I, I take I us on this journey. It's
2: called, um, what I got diagnosed it's called myasthenia gravis and it affects the muscles in your face. It can destroy your vo- vocals. It can destroy your throat. Oh my goodness. Uh, and, and it, it messed with your vision. Like I could see you out of either eye, but then when I looked at you together, I'd see three of you melting like a lava lamp. It was oh my goodness, it was like tripping on acid or something like it was crazy. And I finally got this, uh, intravenous drug, this IV drug that I did four treatments of it. And it's like, it just tripped the breaker or something. And wow. so that's working. I'm back seeing again. It's Hallelujah. fun now at the shows to be able to go. I hadn't been able to see y'all. I can see y'all now, be able to Aww. take my glasses off and, uh. So yeah, that's good. But I think with Chris and I, same thing. Like we, men have got to step up and be men more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And don't yes. be, don't be afraid. We've been raised in that, you know, that uh, you be tough, it's it yeah. up, whatever. And yep. it's like, no, it's okay for you to be vulnerable. It's okay to tell you some shit is bothering me. And, yeah. and, and I need to talk to my brother or something. I, you know, I'm at like, it, you know, me and Brent, when Brantley and I talk on the phone every day, when we hang up, it's love you brother. I yeah. mean, like you gotta be able to say that. And I think, I think men got to stand up and be like, man, it's okay. If you're hurting, bro, I'll, I'll, I'm there for you. And you know, we all need that. I mean, yeah. men, women, just in general, just to be honest and go, Hey, maybe I need a little help. And
1: absolutely, uh, and,
2: and so I'm still enjoying being able to, to do that and still growing and learning and, uh, I'm. I'm getting. I found my person. I'm getting married again this year. All
1: right. And, uh, he said I'm getting married again. Yeah. You sound like me. <laughs> I, I did it
2: for it, and it was and it was great. We, you know, Aww, we, 25 years, she? and it was way more good than bad. Who is she? Uh, her name is Megan. Uh, hey, Megan. and she's just. She's she's just an absolute rock star. She kind of saved my life. I love that. And, uh,
1: Sometimes it takes a good woman to come and lift you up when you're down. No,
2: there ain't no question about that. I mean, I, I watched my mama. St- it, she's about to be 80 and she still handles things like a G at my house yeah. at my dad's house and it's uh, yeah so it, it's it been phenomenal to to have that and to and to find that person uh, that you know sometimes you weren't sure maybe you'd ever find I mean and again there's people that look at it, same with me just like they look at you and just like how did y'all it, it doesn't matter how y'all figured it out it's how we it's how we do it's I how mean, souls it's, connect yeah it's how people connect it's how mm-hmm. they react and how they treat one another and you know, people are so caught up in the way this looks, the way that looks. It's like.
1: I deal with it every day. Several years ago, it's funny.
2: <laughs> so they, they used to, when Country Weekly used to be out, they did the top, they did the top 10 sexiest men in country music. Yeah. So they wrote 49, they had 49 people that were in there and they were, and they allowed one write-in ballot. So I got the write-in ballot. <laughs> and so, and then it goes to fan voted. Right. And I finished ninth. Yeah. And, uh. Jason Aldean finished, like, eighth or seventh, and I yeah. beat George Strait, and and and, and E.B. Ed, McFarlane, who was my publicist at the time, was like, I know y'all are looking at Colton going, hey, he's big, and he's 300, something, but, like, sexy has nothing to do with, like, it's the Physical. way. Physical. It's how you carry said, go, yourself. They go talk to him for a little while as a woman, and see if yeah. you don't feel like he makes you, it's the way somebody makes you feel. Absolutely. And I. And I so that, that was, that's one highlight. I, I only, Jason only beat me by one and, and George <laughs> didn't beat me and he's never spoke to me since. So maybe that made him mad. I don't know. But heck, that is I'm just, hilarious. I'm just loving still making music and, and I love to see what you're doing. I love all the success and how y'all hustle together and you hustle separately and together and like Thank I love you. that shit. It makes I appreciate
1: I appreciate that so much. If you could give somebody any advice that's going through an autoimmune thing because I know you kind of glossed over it a little bit but that was a really tough time it in t- your it life. It took me
2: I'm not going to lie. It took me it took me down and it took me to the point where I took guns away from myself. Like it 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 really had me down. I mean it 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 had me down. It how long did you the same go th- way. Like,
1: How long did you go through it?
2: Uh for about 6 months where I was like I was just I was just—I don't know—I was just—I exi- so was existing mm. because everything that I'd been able to do and that I loved all of a sudden just went away. Like I was still playing shows, I'd put my glasses on, close one eye. Mm. People would go, "Oh, Colt was great. He was drunk." I'm like, "I don't even drink." Yeah. I am mean, like, but I couldn't see, so my balance was terrible. My my depth perception was terrible. I had to make sure they taped up the stage. What I'm a like, fucking
1: soldier, though, to be going through this and still wanting to go out like and just the, make people I'm happy. Like,
2: yeah, I can't stop playing music because of this. What am I going to do? Sit at home? Like that shit well, that ain't gonna make me happy either. <laughs> so, I just wanted to work. So I, mm. I played a hundred plus shows like that. But
1: it that's was, insane. It,
2: it, the doctor's like, you need tons of rest and no stress. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's just freaking great.
1: Twenty one day tour. Let's go. Yeah.
2: So I. You know, I just kind of, I just fought through it. But it, it was tough, no lie, man. Like, I had, I leaned on some friends at, at times when I called mm. them up and be like, dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing good. like, I, Because, I, again, what I love to do on the road was play golf. Right. That was my escape from being on the road. I'd go play golf. All of a sudden, yeah. can't do that because I can't see. Mm. And then I, hunting and all the other stuff, like me and Brantley, that I love to do, can't do that, can't see. Mm. And it was dangerous driving, and then it was just like, he, the doctor's like, oh, by the way, heat really affects it too. I'm like, awesome. So, you know, <clears> when <throat> I'm playing this festival and it's 97 degrees outside, like I think last July we had 20 shows. I averaged 17 hours a day sleeping. Wow. It was all I could do. I mean, I would sleep, wake up 4 o'clock, eat a couple bites of sandwich, go back to bed, wake up 30 minutes for the show, somehow run up on stage, play the show, and I'd be asleep before they loaded the truck. I mean, mm. like I just... And I just, but again, uh, Megan knew I was in a tough place and she loved me through it. She encouraged me when I, uh, I don't want to be a pussy and cry on your show. I get, emo- I'm an emotional dude. No, but like, that's good, loved though. me through that and loved me to keep, kept going, come, you know, hanging there, come on, yeah. keep fighting and got some medicine in the last couple months that has really made a difference. So I'm, yeah. I'm back where I can see, I can play golf again. So things are good. Things are good.
1: You only, you went through that because there was just a a blessing in the lesson and you know, you have such a great attitude about everything else that maybe we don't know what the reason was. Good, bad shit happens to good people all the time. but You're here here to tell your story and the story is going to touch so many people. And
2: I I want it to. And again, if I can leave that, I mean, it ain't about music. I'll come and go, you know, Toby Keith comes and go. We all of us Mm -hmm. as artists come and go. The music lives on. The music is what it is. And it's the fans like the fans that you made a difference in people's life. You shook a hand when you know, when they're sitting there or I'm like, I'll, it doesn't make a shit to me. You catch me at Waffle House. I can eat a patty <laughs> melt and have mustard on my face. I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> like it's the fact that we wouldn't be here without that. Absolutely. So, That's how my I husband
1: just, is. He will literally 200 people will line up at an arcade and he'll take a picture with every person. That's
2: me. I mean, I've gotten in trouble. I've gotten, you know, my tour managers yelling at me for time to go. And that's the only time I ever get to invoke like by the way, I run this shit. We'll go when I say so. Yeah, I mean the bus ain't leaving till I'm on it. But for me, if there's 500 people there, then that's then there's 500 people I got to take a picture with. Yeah. That's the and I, I wish that's one thing I, I try to impart and tell these younger artists, like some of them that you know, Tyler Farr grew up playing guitar. Tyler played guitar for me, and was on tour with me, and mm-hmm. and and to see some of these guys that come up and do well and. Uh, George Burge is doing really good right mm-hmm. now, and he's like the people at radio go, and boy, you trained you trained him up right. I'm like, I didn't train him. I just <laughs> tell him like, be humble, be kind, be thankful. Yeah, this is this ain't no damn. You Without them, go, you there's know, just no us. Go do this shit like, yeah. There's a lot of work in it, and and, and on the stage, people see that and they go. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's great. And it is. Mm -hmm. But you know, because you're Mm -hmm. out here doing it, there's a lot that goes into getting on that stage.
1: It's insane. And there's
2: a lot of tireless and no sleep and getting up to do an interview when you might not feel like it. Or sometimes y'all might be arguing, and I don't want to be a nice guy today. Yeah. But this fan right here or this little girl or this little kid, they don't know that. Your job is to. They want to see smiling jelly. They want to see right. happy Colt Ford. Yep. Even and so you got to be able to do that and not forget that like this. These people are what allow us to do what we do. I, I mean, Absolutely. I've dug a ditch. I don't want to do that shit. Mm-mm. I've done other stuff. <laughs> I mean, Me this, too. We won't is, talk yeah. about it because there's little ears here. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like this is great to be able to do what we do and, and to have this to be able to make some music that means something to somebody. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. I, I'm just. Happy to still be doing it.
1: I love it. I love your attitude about everything. So, you and Chris are dropping a single, or is it an album?
2: Singles out. We did it. We did it, it started out, we were just going to make a record together. Right. And we had never even met before. We knew, obviously, who each other was, but we had never met. And uh, we met. And then it was just like, there was just this kind of kindred. Yeah. Uh, you guys
1: both have the same sweetness. Yeah, this kind of this kindred
2: brother thing. And mm-hmm. it was one of those times when we talked together, it's like we both kind of needed this yeah intimate. so i was able to encourage him with what he was doing and then he was he's been able to encourage me and so we leaned on each other and one song is like well let's make let's make one more song and see what that's and then it's like well let's make an ep <laughs> and and so the first single badass american has been out for about a month and now we're about to drop a new one called hits different we're even calling it smile music like, because it's just it's Feel not good it's not misogynistic towards women it's not it's just two grown-ass men from two different places Making cool music yeah. that sounds cool, but feel good music. The kids can listen to it. Adults can. It still got swag, and it, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna keep on making music till they. So somebody tells me I can't. When does the whole EP drop? Is the whole EP? When, out? I think the EP's gonna drop here. We got this single's coming out. Hits different. Then we have one called Ooh, on the 28th, right? Yeah, and okay. then we have Big Yeah. is the next single. We've already shot three videos, and then we got three more uh, coming after that. And I think the EP will probably come out probably end of the year here okay. in the fall sometimes just but. so
1: people have it to look forward to if not there's nine other albums yeah though- <laughs> I mean, it must be the country
2: just came out it's a lot of fun so i shoot i'm just i'm just making music I'm
1: if you wanted to, anybody to go and download an album what is your favorite album that you've made if, yeah. if somebody was like hey i want to go if find out who colt ford is about colt yeah.
2: ford I'd, I'd say the easiest thing to do would be start with ride through the country mm-hmm. i mean like ride through the country is the best it's kind of black and white, like, this is who I am. Right. And every, every there's a writer and a producer in town that's produced most of my records, a guy named Noah Gordon. It's unbelievably talented. And when I first started writing with him, he had already had tons of cuts. He said, your first record needs to be black and white, like, this is who I am. And then the second record's black and white, and you add a little red to it. And then the next record's black, white, and red, and you add a little, so you keep adding (laughs) a little color. And that's kind of what I've done. And I've been lucky that the fans of, followed with me like i mean you see somebody all of a sudden try to go a different direction and people are like whoa whoa whoa, what the hell is that but for me they've kind of i've wanted them to love me you yeah. know i wanted i wanted to connect with the people mm-hmm. like i see that with you with, with your fans because mm-hmm. I, I read that stuff and i watch yeah. i watch jelly with the fans like you can tell there's a connection it ain't just about the song like yeah they're they, our friends they're friends and that's the way i've always seen it like i see people at shows i'm like i've seen you 10 times this year. I'm like, Mm -hmm. my show's really good, but shit, it ain't changed. It ain't got that much difference. And they're driving five hours to see me again. It's like, that blows my mind. That's so humbling. So I think Ride Through the Country is a good explanation uh, of who I am. But this new record is 24 songs. It's got a lot of cool stuff. A lot more of me singing on my own, Mm -hmm. doing songs by myself. But I'm super jacked about the Hoodbillies thing because it's something fun and it's kind of a sound. I've never heard the whole sound before, mm-hmm. so I've never heard the. It seems whole
1: sound. Seems to be your forte, introducing new sounds. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> been fun.
2: And so, and Chris is just such a freaking genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, obviously, you guys know because he. I met. Oh yeah, he, we he's love he's Chris. Ridden, he's yeah. with Jay and and had some success and.
1: Tech, all of them. Travis, we love Travis. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, all I, of I them. hope.
2: Uh, I mean, like Hoodbillies feels like we need to go do this shit on the road with Jelly. Like yeah. we need to take Hoodbillies out because it's just. It's just you. If you ain't smiling when you listen to that, you probably need to go lay on a couch and talk to somebody. <laughs> like something's going on with you, yeah. <laughs> because it's just so fun, and, yeah. and uh, I'm just going to keep on. I'm just going to keep on making music. Like I've been producing a lot of younger kids. Mm-hmm. Uh th- This kid, uh, there's a kid named King Jerome, There's mm-hmm. uh, a young black kid from Dallas, Texas. Lives on a horse farm. Like I straight, love that. Straight up rides horse. Like that's what he does. That's every day. amazing. And he's kind of a country R and B kind of thing. That's on all of this, killing it. And then. There's a kid named Blake Fades from Oklahoma. I,
1: I love Blake. So he uh, actually just DM'd me the other day. So we're we're, he's he's talent.
2: His, his sound that we have created I mean, versus where he kind of where he started mm-hmm. for where he is now. And yeah. he's from Ardmore, Oklahoma, which is where my fiance is from, which uh, is where Megan's from. Yeah, and this sound, I, somebody asked me to describe it. I said, well, if you mixed Post Malone, The Baby, and Co. Wetzel together. And that's, sl- that's yeah. kind of what he sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, Well, that doesn't exist. I'm like, Well, yeah, it does. yeah. We're, we're producing his record right yeah. now and it's some of the coolest shit I no, ever. No, he's heard. great. I've like, I discovered him. I've never on TikTok. heard anything like it in my life. Like mm-hmm. I've heard pieces of it. Yeah. It's got a little it's got some little pieces of me in there. Yeah. But then like there's just some other stuff where I'm going, Wow, I've never heard anything yeah. like this. It's super cool. Check so, him out, guys. Blake Fades on I'm TikTok. He's about amazing. That. And uh yeah, just gonna keep on I
1: love that you're always helping the younger kids. If you had any advice for any, any females or males that are trying to come up in the genre or just in music in general, what would you say? Just Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only 14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: What makes a life
1: a good one? Is it the adventure you have?
2: You be know, Ned, like I know you've seen that. I know we keep talking back to Jay, but it, there, there's so many similarities in our in our musical journey as what we tried to do younger versus yeah. where, we, where we ended up. then not yeah. happen. It almost happened. It kind of mm-hmm. happened. Then it didn't. And somebody's going to help us. And then they didn't. And yeah. It's kind of morphed its way into where it is now. But it's like I, it's just you. You got to be honest with who you are as an artist, because quite honestly, I know some friends of mine in this town that. Are not necessarily happy every night singing what they sing. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that must suck. Because it's not them. Right. I'm like, wow, that yeah. must really suck. But I've had an artist friend of mine, a big artist that I'm sure y'all know. Yeah. One time I was like, he just finished a record. I was like, he goes, well, I love half of it. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, the label made me cut the other half. Yeah. And I'm like, well, damn, that must really suck, bro. Yeah. I mean, that is the one advantage I do have. Like, I ain't never had to record somewhere. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. I, that's not who I am. Yeah. Like, so be honest. I mean, be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. If, if if there's like-minded people like you, then they'll find it. And now more than ever, you can do it without the labels and yeah. stuff. You can do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I've told several artists that you know, like, you don't need us. You don't need anybody. Just keep doing your, keep doing what you're doing. Look like, look it up, Church. I mean, the yeah, kid's just killing it on his own. Ryan's like, great. I He's mean, so, so smart. Yeah, I mean, like it's and everybody can do it so many different ways now, which is cool, and and it allows. And somewhere right now there's some kid sitting in his basement somewhere in Mm -hmm. whatever little town making the hottest shit you ever heard that that you haven't heard yet. Yeah. And there's some beautiful young blonde girls going, I wanna be bunny and i and, and you're where's she at tell her come and, on and they're, and they're trying you know i mean and that's, yeah that's, that's cool i mean that's yeah. that's to me, no that's i cool. love that
1: that's no cool. we have definitely influenced the younger generation in the podcast area for sure i've helped a couple girls get their start in the podcast area so and that's i great. try i'm just like you i try to game up everybody that i can and I, just I, help
2: i mean any anybody long as i see that you that you'll listen and that yeah. you'll hustle and that's you know like with blake when i mean i spend it he goes you don't ever talk to me about music i'm like Music's easy, bro. Like yeah. you already know who you. I mean, like I'm trying to tell you how to win at this game. Yep. And I'm old enough to be your dad, so I'm telling you <laughs> shit that I'm trying to tell you how to avoid the snakes and that. Some of them falls. don't
1: want to listen though, unless until they go through it themselves. And, that is, and that's true. And sometimes yeah. You,
2: and sometimes you just got to go. Okay, man, I tried, but yeah, you know, go do your thing. And I wish you the best of luck. Yep. You just but gotta I'm watch like, them. Some of the young artists, I'm like, I'm trying to tell you how to. There's a hole over there. Don't fall in that hole. There's yeah. a snake over there. He'll bite you. Don't don't pick him up. I mean, like I'm trying to tell him that, and that's. You know, it's stuff I've learned over a, a lot of years yeah. trying to trying to chase it, and uh, you know, it's but it's it's still great to be able to make music and isn't it amazing and do stuff like this to come do things like this? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's still great to be able to do it. I'm excited.
1: Isn't it amazing the the wisdom that comes with being older? Because I'm 43, so and I look back at 23 year old me, and 23 year old me would yeah. never listen to 43. Oh yeah, and me. that's
2: Megan. She's 40. <laughs> she's she's 43. And she'll be I'll be 44 here. I mean, I'll be 54 in August. So. Yeah. That yeah, it's it's amazing what you learn. And yeah, I and mean, I, I, you know, still trying to tell little girl here yeah. the things that you know that you're trying to see as you grow up. And uh,
1: you got to listen to them because we do know what we're talking about. I promise. It it's just might not make sense now, so but many many it will. Times, so many
2: times I just didn't. You know, I think back and I I drop all these sayings on people all the time. They're like, I'm like, my dad used to say, my dad was just like the unbelievable motivator and, yeah. and coach, and just made everybody Aww. like. Everybody loved him like mm-hmm. they I was like, I don't know if he was the best baseball coach, but the players would run through a brick wall from him and that's for him and that's yeah. all that matters. Like that's way more They believed in yeah. him and he would just constantly say these things now that as I get older I'm like, Oh my God, that's just that's so you know, it's so <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just so good. I meant like it's just it's so good. He was yeah. just a little old used car dealer. I meant Aww. didn't come from much and you know, but I meant he just said rent's rent's never he said, "Success is never owned; it's rented, and rents due every day."
1: Aww, I so love every, that. Every day you got to get up and it's get my after. New, it's my new motto.
2: It. Every day, I mean, like you, you don't own this; you got to get up and get after. It Absolutely. Every day. And, and so that's just. Now I, that I, I know, got
1: it, I'm scared to lose it because I've came from nothing, you know. So it's like I, I'll never stop, right? Because well, I'm well, just I mean, always going to chase and, the dream.
2: And you've worked hard to get to where you are, and you've overcome a lot of obstacles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's one of the things that impresses me about you. I mean, I, I, I loved. I don't know all of your story. I know <laughs> I know as much as you let me in. Yeah. Know, but you you're very open and honest with yeah. letting people know. Like, hey, I've we we all we've all we're all sin. We all fall short. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, we're none of us are really worthy. But if you get up and go make the most of it out of day and try to you know do something that makes a difference in somebody's life, then shit. My dad would always say that he's like, remember, you're trading a day of your life today. That could be important to somebody. Like you don't know who it is, Aww, so yeah. take the time at the gas station to <laughs> yeah. say us up and you know shake their hand and take a picture. So I just I try to never forget that.
1: Absolutely. Tour. Let's talk about tour real quick.
2: I'm out there, all over the place. He's
1: like, I'm out here. Uh you. tell them where they can like. I mean, just all. The, how many all more cities medias, do you have?
2: I'm just, I'm just playing everywhere. fairs, festivals, bars. It's <laughs> like wherever you'll bar mitzvahs, see me. Backyards, <laughs> Bunny's house, wherever. There we it go. let matter, I wherever they wherever they're. Wherever they're play it you know wherever they want me at i'll play like yeah I, I like do you
1: a, have a set schedule right now
2: yeah there's uh, there's a t- i probably there's probably 50 60 shows still left on the books wow for, at least i wonder if year. we
1: cross um on our tour you i don't come. know i
2: hope I, I i hope someday we'll be able to get out there and play some shows with y'all i meant uh, well we're because
1: we leave for tour on thursday so we're going to be out on the road but if you guys are playing in the maybe same we can catch it somewhere yeah at the same time and pop through and
2: say what's up that would be something. amazing like, yeah, yeah. I, I hope so i mean like i said i'm Huge fan of what what Jay's doing. I mean, I I, I love seeing it. I love seeing the success. Yeah. I love seeing the the crossover. I yeah. mean, like that shit is just it's cool to me. And I'm I'm proud of him and proud of you that y'all well, doing your thing.
1: We're proud of you, Colt. Thank you so much for coming by. It's my pleasure. You are just a sweetheart, oh, thank and you. I hope you just. Till the wheels fall off, man. Like, you're amazing. As I,
2: I'll put some skis on it still push it down
1: the hill. <laughs> no, listen, you're out here playing blind. I aye, believe aye, you, I'm okay? Gonna keep, I'm going to keep working. Not anymore, but you were. I'm seeing that. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Just
2: everywhere. You know, All please trust the blue check marks. To all these fake yeah. pages, God Almighty. I'm like, everybody has to be if you're hustling that much, you got to fake a Colt Ford page. Shit. You need to get some <laughs> other stuff going on in your life, but Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those. I'm out there everywhere. Trying to, I'm still trying to learn this TikTok thing. I'm, I'm a little old for it, but I'm trying to, I I'm think try, you're crushing it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out, but, and then Colt I mean, I'm out there. I meant to, uh, and I will respond and we'll see it shows. We're out there doing it.
1: Yay. Thank you so much for coming by. My pleasure, and you. it was, thank you for sitting in too. thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye